T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, this is Jordan Moreno, and this is The Valley Now, your weekly feel-good hour where we lift each other up with the stories of good people doing good things in your neighborhood. Every week, we'll be talking with community leaders who have a unique passion for our thriving city and those that make the Valley such a special place to live. Get ready to be inspired by the work they're doing, whether it's mentoring our youth, providing a platform for those without one, or just driving those worthy charitable causes. Listen in on the conversations and join us in raising our community. This is our time to shine and this is The Valley Now. An organization that's been around since 1971, longer than I've been around. If you spent more than two weeks in Arizona, you have heard of the Fiesta Bowl. It's a college bowl game that's played here on New Year's Eve every year. And not only that, doing tons in the community. So we're switching things up a little bit here. And I have the pleasure of interviewing one of my favorite people on planet Earth. It is the chief marketing officer of the Fiesta Bowl, Mr. Jose Moreno, also my husband. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Welcome to the Valley Now. Good morning and happy to happy to be a part of the show. So since you're an Arizona native, I do want to take it kind of all the way back to the beginning here to show the importance of the work that Fiestival's doing in raising our community. And it's it's been over the years. So I want to start with giving everybody a little taste of your story, because Arizona plays a big part in who you are and kind of the career path that you took and then how you got to the role that you're in today. Yeah. So as a Arizona native, uh, I was not born here, but I was raised here down in Tucson, Arizona, a smaller town just south of here. Uh, the Fiesta Bowl has always been an iconic brand that growing up you knew about. And, you know, it's one of those that you had hoped and wished you can go to and maybe get some ticket or two. But, you know, for me, that was never necessarily the case, but always had a passion for sports and just Arizona as a whole. I think that we we do it best. And growing up in Tucson, had he not been to my first uh, sports game until I was a senior in high school, I really didn't know all of what went into it, how to, you know, sports entities, what it took to work there. I, I, I didn't know much. 
And after attending my first sports game, which was the Phoenix Suns when I was a senior in high school, I was blown away. I was mesmerized by everything, the pageantry, you know, the sponsorships, the activations, everything that came with it. And it was really from that point on that I I made it my goal to want to work in sports. And, you know, having been raised by a single mom most of my life, it was something that really wasn't top of mind because, you know, where I grew up, there, there wasn't a ton of people that got out of that neighborhood per se. And working in sports is an incredibly competitive business, even more so competitive in the early 2000s when you didn't have LinkedIn and, and various tools to help you get to that role. So fast forward, I moved to Colorado, went to school, studied sports entertainment event management, played baseball at a, a small school, a small private school in Denver. And I was fortunate enough to receive an internship with the Denver Nuggets and Cronky Sports. And, you know, it, had it not been my tenacity and, and you know, relationship and networking, I, I don't believe that I would have ever had a position in sports. You know, we had a guest speaker that came and spoke at my school, talked about all the work that she did at the Denver Nuggets and corporate partnerships, and I was blown away. And what I quickly realized after her speech was the whole age, oh, it's not what you know, it's who you know, stood very true. And I was in a room full of of other young adults and college students that were aspiring to work in sports. And I realized that I, I didn't have the connections that many others did. And for me, I, I really had to work harder and, and outwork anybody else that was in there. And I made it a goal that I wanted to work in sports. I moved all the way to Denver to study sports entertainment event management. So I was going to do everything that I could. Uh, so I put myself out there, connected with, uh, her name was Wendy at the time, who was working for Cronky Sports and offered to volunteer my services. I, I shared that I would do anything it took to, I'd pick up trash if it meant for free, just so I can get my foot in the door. Fast forward, I ended up volunteering with Wendy and Cronky Sports a handful of times with the Colorado Rapids, which is the MLS team in Denver. And, uh, you know, I just kept asking, what else can I do? What else can I do? What's next? What's next? I wanted anybody that interacted with me to walk away having a good understanding of who I was, my work ethic, my character. And I, you know, I'm going to leverage the, the power of networking and relationships moving on. And hopefully that could get me to a place where I landed a, a job or an internship. And uh, long behold, it did. I was very fortunate that I was able to get an internship with Cronky Sports, uh, with specifically within the Denver Nuggets. And, you know, we weren't paid at the time. So I was going to school, playing baseball, working part-time with the YMCA, I worked with kids and and also while a corporate partnerships um, intern. And, you know, with that, I, it was during that internship that I came across what community relations was and what those individuals did within the sports entities. We were doing an event with Carmelo Anthony, giving away shoes at a boys and girls club. And I was once again, mesmerized about that job and that position. And I wanted to know more about it. And I did every research informational interview that I could. And it, it was after that time where I said, you know what, I, I want to be in community relations in sports. I want to be able to serve the community. I want to give back. I love working with kids. I didn't realize this was a job you can do. So I made that my next mission and goal. And, you know, fast forward, graduation came along and I thought like any other young 20 year old that I was going to have a great job making six figures and on top of the world. I didn't get a job right out of college in sports. So I, I had my, at that time, my realistic dream was I wanted to stay working for the YMCA. I loved working with kids and youth and sports. And uh, I wanted, that was going to be my my path. 
And then I had my dream dream, which was I wanted to, to one day get a career in sports, specifically in community relations. I didn't end up getting a job in, in professional sports. Uh, and, you know, I, I applied for a lot. I got a lot of rejection, um, but I had a great gig. I was a youth and family director for the YMCA. I had moved to Idaho to help open up that Y. But I always stayed in contact. And I always still networked, whether it was the community relations team with the NBA with my prior mentors, with other teams that I, with the nuggets that I worked with, I always stayed in contact. And then an opportunity came with the Phoenix Suns about a year later for a community relations coordinator. I applied and I was fortunate to get the job. And that was my first real, as I would say, my big boy job in, in sports. And it was one of the best gigs that I could have done. It was an opportunity for me to leverage my passion for working with kids and youth and serving the community and be able to marry that and couple that with uh, professional sports. And that was with the Phoenix Suns. So with that position, I was charged with a lot of our community outreach initiatives that we did, uh, whether that was school assemblies, whether that was events with the players, the, the, the alumni, the guerrilla, uh, any of the entertainment team, that was my job was to be able to go out and really be a, a brand ambassador for the organization and then any initiatives that we did with NBA Care. So anything you saw in game, whether that was a Make-A-Wish kid meeting the coach afterwards or uh, something that we did during one of the timeouts. Uh, it, it was an awesome, awesome job and I learned so much. But it really allowed me to put my stamp on this community, really allowed me to help grow my own community brand and just getting brained as much as I could. And you know, fast forward, I an opportunity came with Green Canyon University. They were going Division One in basketball, building a new arena, and a lot of the executives from the Suns were going over there to work with Jerry Colangelo. And I was fortunate to get a job as the community outreach manager, where I was tasked to create and promote and execute events that drew people to the university, but also spread the work that we were doing, uh, help promote the new arena that we had. And really just create events that served our community in a big way. So I was there for a little less than four years. And, and while there, I was able to do so many great programs and events, whether that was creating the Run to Fight Children's Cancer, which is still going on today, that supports pediatric cancer, to salute our troops programs where we worked with military veterans or all of our in-game community events that we did. It was an awesome job and I loved it. And that then led me to the Fiesta Bowl in 2015 where I was charged as the director of uh, community relations and charitable giving. And uh, Fiesta Bowl was really trying to make a name for themselves more so than they had already done. I mean, we've been in the Valley for 53 years, but at that time we really wanted to put the full court press on what we were doing out in the community. And I had an amazing position where I got to create a lot of that from scratch. We were already doing so much, but how do you scale that? How do you build efficiencies and really how do you build a process around it? So we went from giving away $400,000, $500,000 a year to now we're giving anywhere from three point five to $5 million a year, building out a grant cycle from scratch, building out all of our community relations initiatives that we do. Currently, we do two playground builds a year. We build a football field. We do teacher's lounge renovations, resource rooms, sport courts, and then we give out also a million dollars for teachers uh, through our Wishes for Teachers program. So, from 2015 on to now, I mean, my roles have evolved and changed. And I, I, I've been so fortunate to have, you know, so many different experiences with the organization. And we get to do so much work around the community. And we have a slogan that we say is we're more than just a game. 
And it's, it's a little bit tongue in cheek because oftentimes people ask, well, what do you do 11 months out of the year outside of the bowl games? Well, we're more than just a game, whether it's our ancillary events that we have, you know, our parade, our youth football clinics, our kickoff luncheons, our par three, a golf tournament, all of these events and programs are here to raise funds to be able to in turn give back into the community and drive economic impact. So I think I've got the best of all worlds as we talk about me being raised in Arizona, uh, me having a sense of pride for this community and being able to start my career and still be in sports in this market and be able to represent the brand every single day and everything that we do. And it's it's an amazing slogan, the more than just a game, but speak to the community impact that what does this impact mean for nonprofits? So the the game raises these funds and all of these ancillary events raise the funds. And then you're in turn able to support nonprofits across the board. What are some of those pillars for philanthropy for you? Yeah, for us is we focus on youth sports and education. And you're right, our funds that are raised come from our two bowl games, so our Verbo Fiesta Bowl and our Guaranteed Rate Bowl, and then all of our ancillary events that we do. And as a nonprofit, you know, we've got the best fundraising model that you can find because we have the pleasure of putting on great events in entertainment, in the sports landscape that raises money that in turn we boomerang back out into the community. So for nonprofits, you know, we have a whole community relations team that that's their focus is how do they get to know? How do they get to work? How do they get to vet and understand the work that nonprofits are doing here in Arizona? There are thousands and thousands of charities and organizations and foundations and agencies across the entire state. And while we would love to support every one of them, we we can't possibly do that. But we want to try to support all the amazing ones that are doing great work. And we have a grant process that we do. Opens up in April, closes in May. We deliberate in the summer. And then we'll distribute those funds out in August at our kickoff luncheon. And we're going to be giving away anywhere from three to $5 million a year. We also have event sponsorships that we do. Uh, we want to support the nonprofits. We recognize that not everybody's necessarily going to get a grant, but there are other events that take place that we want to support you guys, uh, the nonprofits out there, and whether that's your galas, your golf tournaments, and we want to represent in a positive way. But then there's also the volunteerism side of it, whether it's groups volunteering with us or whether it's us volunteering with you. We want to make sure that we're out there in a community. We want to make sure that the groups know that we hear them, we see them, that we want to know that that, that we are a big part of um, helping them drive their mission and support you know, those and in, in who they're serving. You touched briefly on volunteers and you also touched briefly a, about your staff, but it is a very small, I think people would be surprised to hear how small the Fiesta Bowl staff actually is and how reliant you are on some of the additional groups, volunteerism groups. Speak a little bit more about the different groups that kind of help the staff to execute those events, to literally move mountains. Like I have seen these mountains of mulch that have been moved for these playground builds and they're huge and it, it's a team effort and and speak to that importance literally move mountains and yeah. we're, we're a small but mighty team we've got about 33 full-time staff but we could not do what we do without our amazing volunteers and whether that's our yellow jacket committee members to our board members to ambassadors to our general volunteers i mean we we have so many great people that want to support our mission we have over 3,000 volunteers that are associated with the Fiesta Bowl. And whether that's us coming out and building a playground, as you alluded to, where it takes 200 volunteers or the thousands of volunteers that it takes to execute our parade and all of our bowl games, you know, as think about this is it's like we just saw the Super Bowl coming off 
here this last couple of weeks and imagine putting on a mega event like that every single year. Mm-hmm. Now we're not as big as the Super Bowl, but we're we're one of the biggest mega events here in town. We just couldn't do it without our volunteers. So we're always looking for volunteers. I mean, we have legacies of families that have been together for many generations that have come out and volunteered every single year. And what I love about the bowl and the organization is we've been here in the Valley for 53 years. And chances are, if you survey 100 people, you're going to get a good, a pretty good percentage of people that have their own story, their own memory of the Fiesta Bowl that was created, whether it was a memorable game or then they were in, in one of our, our court back in the olden days or a community, a nonprofit that was benefited from us or the student athlete coming to the games and being, you know, seeing world-class hospitality at its finest. And that's something that we pride ourselves on. We are in the business of creating memories and we get to do that every single day. And lasting memories. It really is over the span of generations. Tell me more about the Fiestable Charities legacy projects that you guys have done. Our legacy projects were something we started in 2015. And these are programs that we created where granting money is great. That's a big part of what we do. But we want to create tangible items that are going to be there uh, for organizations and communities for many years to come. So what started off as donating our guaranteed rate bull football field to then going into let's start building playgrounds to now we do playgrounds, we do teacher's lounge renovations, we do resource rooms, building sport courts. And, you know, all of this is it, it's branded festival charities, but also we bring in partners that are a part of this and communities that that want to see this and, and have this in their own respective community. Right now, we're going on our 13th playground build that we have across the state. And that's that's a big area of focus for us that people may or may not know is it's not limited to just Phoenix or Maricopa County. We are a statewide entity. We want people to know that we represent this entire state and the good people that live in it. So we have a football field up in Fort Mojave or in Bullhead City. Uh, we've got playgrounds down in Tucson. We've got stuff down in Bisbee, got stuff all across Maricopa. We've got teacher lounges and Flagstaff. And we are truly trying to make an impact across the entire state. And I do want for you to share kind of a story or maybe two of those moments that really stood out to you that you're at one of these playground builds. uh, You're interacting with some of the kids that have received grant funding from you that really stood out that you were just blown away. Wow. Like this work means so much. And it really is more than just a game. There's a lot of those moments that I've been fortunate to be a part of. And I'd say one that stood out the most is we do a program called Kindness Arizona. We do this in March where we do a three-day caravan. And and really, it's it's exactly what it is, is we want to spread kindness. We want to do random acts of kindness. We want to do projects that is going to give back in a meaningful way. And we did a couple of years ago, we went down to Tucson in the neighborhood where I grew up. And it, it's it's a rougher neighborhood. Uh, we went into the Salvation Army where I grew up and we renovated it. And we renovated the teen area. We renovated the uh, computer area. We renovated the sports area. And it was it looked the exact same from when I was there 25 years ago. So to be able to to go back and renovate that, that was a pretty special moment for me because I know that I was impacted by that. I know that it was the Salvation Army that kept me out of trouble. It was a place that I can go to be safe and to be able to be in a position now where 
we can make a difference. And, you know, the next little Jose, who's now going to be able to use that teen center or the computer room is going to have a lot better one than I did. But um, that was one of those special moments. And anytime we build a playground to me and having my, you know, we've got our own kid, a playground is, <laughs> a playground is so simple. It's something that's free. It's something that I bring thing that I believe really brings community together. We believe that play matters. It gets kids outside active. And anytime we build those and we see the videos of the kids after school running their new play set, we've gone into schools that it's been the same play set for the last 30 years. Yeah. You know, the old school metal monkey bars, no shade structures. So when we can come and give them a state of the art new play center, that is so rewarding and huge. And also to bring in 200 volunteers that can help build this extreme makeover edition and, yeah. and really come together and rally. And a big piece of that is we make sure that the parents of kids in the classrooms, the principals, the communities, the dignitaries are there on the front lines building with us because at the end of the day, it gives them skin in the game. And we know that they're going to take care of these these playgrounds uh, for years to come. And what would you say to that little Jose Moreno, the little guy that maybe is interested in getting involved in sports, but thinks that, you know, it's too big for him or thinks that he doesn't have that sort of opportunity within his reach. What would you tell him uh, not only about sports, but the amazing community impact that can happen through the medium of sports? Yeah, sports to me is one of the best platforms to be able to make change. And you have instant respect. You have instant credibility when you are associated with the sports entity. And that's what I love about it. For me, if I had to go back and tell little Jose, look, it, it's hard. I heard more no's in my career than I ever did yeses. But you have got to have the tenacity, the guts, the courage to be able to go after something that nobody else is to me is like you take the adversity in your life and how do you let that fuel you? How do you let that chip on your shoulder, you know, put that into a positive way? How do you let that um, make you work harder? And I'm a big believer. And I, I said, this is, you know, I heard in college all the time is it's not what you know, it's who, you know, I add on to that. And I speak to kids all around young adults all around the country and I'm a b big believer. It's not what you know or who you know, but who knows you. Mm -hmm. And to me, you can say you know somebody all day long, but if they don't know you, it's not going to do you any good. So how do you build your own reputation? And I'm also a believer is it could take a lifetime to build the reputation. It could also take a day to ruin your reputation. You know, keep your nose clean. Be known for something good. Be known for the work ethic, the character and what you stand for, because it could all go away in the blink of an eye. I've always treated every day as it's as it's my last day, you know, working in this job. I've always treated it as if I've got a line of people that are trying to take my job away from me. I want to be the best that I can do, but I also want to always do the right things. I always want to be good to people. I want to make sure that people get that sense of, you know, now in my position as a leader is I'm a servant leader at heart. I want to make sure that I'm always going to be in the trenches with my staff. I'm a big believer that actions reflect leadership. And I want to show my actions and I want my team to feel like they have a true leader in me. And I think that at a young age, you can't possibly comprehend how hard life can be. And it's easy to just quit at something. And maybe that's the athlete mentality. But for those that don't quit and you give it all you've got, and sometimes you're going to take a step back to maybe take two steps forward. 
But at the end of the day, I mean, all you can do is try. And if you try in your hardest, like you yield great results. And it matters. And that and that shows through. And as your wife and just someone that knows you, it really does show through in your personality and, and the way that you work with others and the impact. And so I love a good impact number. Can you share kind of the highlight reel of 2022? How many nonprofits were you able to support this year? You know, what are the the numbers and how wide did the reach span? It really is corner to corner for Fiestable. It is. Yeah. And, and some we have some great stats. I mean, last year alone, we gave out $3 million. This year, we're looking to give out more than that. Uh, we gave a million dollars to Wishes for Teachers, which impacted 400 teachers' classrooms. Uh, there was over half a million students that were impacted from last year alone from that program. 72 cities or towns received one of those Wishes for Teachers grants across the entire state of Arizona, which I couldn't even name more than 10 cities in Arizona. So the fact mm-hmm. that we are hitting all the rural towns, that's huge for us. The 40 nonprofits that receive grants, we are executing all of those right now. So a lot of those stats are still coming out. But it spanned all the way down to Nogales to all the way up to Flagstaff to across all corners. And those are the things that we love to hear. We are very intentional with that. We're intentional with our funding, with our charitable giving group that we committee that we have, because we truly want to make sure. And it's not about, hey, you need to know that Fiestable gave you this money or else. It, it's not. It's not about that at all. For us, we work with nonprofits that are doing such great work. We want to know that we are making an impact with you guys. And and that's really what it's about because it's hard enough out there and funding. And there's always so many distractions, whether that's recession or COVID, that we are so blessed that if we can make money through our events and we can in turn give it out to the groups that are doing the, the great work, what a great day that is. And for nonprofits that are listening, kind of review the opportunities for nonprofits. There's the grant cycle. Can you elaborate on on kind of the different ways to get involved with you if they're not already? Yeah. So first step is we always want to hear from you. And if you're not associated with the Fiesta Bowl, our information is all on our website. Reach out to us. We want to know the work that you're doing. And it doesn't, it's not limited to just Maricopa County. If you're from a town in Arizona that we've never heard of, even better. We want to know and hear about you guys and what you're doing. But our grant cycle opens up in April. Uh, We've got three grant levels that you can apply for, one of three. You've got your field goal, your touchdown, and your spirit of the festival. So $25,000, $50,000, and $100,000. All the grant requirements and rubric is all on our line at, online at festival.org. You can go on there and see. This might be your first time applying for a grant. might be your fifth time applying for a grant. But you can see what it takes to get a $100,000 grant, what it takes to get a $25,000 grant. We recognize that not everybody is, is going to receive the grant or not everybody maybe fits directly in line with what some of those grant requirements are. So we do event and program sponsorships at a smaller amount, and all of that can be found in our line online at fiestable.org. That's year round. So our grant cycle starts in April, closes in May, but our events and program sponsorship is a year round uh, effort that we have. And then we have anything from silent auctions. You have an event, a gala that you're doing, and you're looking for a package to be able to auction out. We have those. Um, we have Spirit, our beloved mascot that does yeah. appearances a year. Uh, we'll come out and he'll do an appearance for an hour for free. Um, and then we have tickets. You know, we have tickets that we want to give to organizations. You know, oftentimes teams are required to purchase their tickets for the for the universities. They don't use them all. 
So they're already paid for and they're underwritten. And then we also have a community champions ticket program where people within the the Arizona community, they buy these packages and in turn for us to be able to give out to youth and teachers and education and nonprofits. So uh, there's an application online for you guys to be able to come out and, and enjoy our game on us and the universities and those that support. And lastly, what can we look forward to? You guys are constantly breaking records and going above and beyond. What can we look forward to in 2023, both from Fiesta Bowl charities and from the Fiesta Bowl games? Yeah, I'll speak from the charity side first is we're always looking to to level up and one up what we're doing. So, you know, this year we're talking about some new uh, legacy projects that we, we might be launching here and always just trying to be better, be efficient. How can we also scale some of the things that we're doing? be more intentional uh, in the work that we're doing. We've got a lot of new core focuses as it relates to STEAM and um, even just being more, like I said, intentional in our programmatic work that we're doing for our own own programs. And then from the game side and the organization side is same thing as we just want to level up and enhance the work that we get to do. We got a new title sponsor in Verbo. They're incredibly committed to this state and we want to do some really dynamic and new things and If you saw our game this past year, I mean, we brought in wristbands that light up. We brought in boys to men. We we did some really fun, really amazing. We did some really fun activations and we just want to continue to do that and be known, be known across the, the country for putting on amazing football games, putting on amazing events, but also just doing world class hospitality and doing it right. It's all amazing. More than just a game. You truly, truly, truly are Jose Moreno with the Fiesta Bowl. Thank you so much for being on the Valley Now. Thanks for having me. All right. I want to give a very special thank you to my guests today. And I want to thank you for being a part of the program and making our community an amazing place, not just to live and to work, but most importantly, to play. You can hear the Valley now on the radio with audio on demand on radio station websites and the Odyssey app. My name is Jordan Moreno. Shine your light, share your love and join us again next week right here on the Valley now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.